Hey guys, and welcome back to the third episode of Heard, my podcast. Um, I want to thank you guys for the never-ending support and the eagerness for new episodes to launch. I've been really busy these past couple of weeks um, with the holidays. I've been at work, so they've had me, you know, working as many days as they can get me. And with school, I've just had a lot of stuff come up since the semester is coming to a close and we have finals and things of that nature. So the last day of class is really soon. I know once the holidays start and I'm off and class is over, I'll be able to be more consistent because I'll have more free time on my hands. But for right now, I am a little busy, so I'm just kind of finding the time here and there to get these episodes recorded and uploaded for you all this one will actually be up on a saturday just because on friday i am extremely busy both in the morning and the afternoon so i don't think i'll have time to upload it and i'd rather upload it during the day than late at night if that makes sense so if you haven't already go ahead and check out episodes one and two Episode 1 just kind of gives you an intro of what this podcast is and who I am. And episode 2 kind of kicks off um, the first topic. So those are both really good episodes to listen to. Or you can start with this one. Who am I to tell you what order to go in? Be sure to also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me, per se, on Instagram and Twitter at HeardThePodcast. Um... You'll be getting a lot of updates through there when I'm posting, um, if there are any delays. I've been a little slack about that lately, like I said. Um, It's been really busy these past couple of weeks, but for the most part, I'm trying to stay consistent. And yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into this week's episode, which will be about communication and technology. The big question for this episode Uh, that I kind of want to sprinkle throughout and have answered is, is it possible to have a meaningful conversation over text? Nowadays, I really feel like people um, do everything over text. They want to talk about the relationship. They want to talk about issues they're having. They want to talk about... um, You know, all the important things, they kind of want to relay over text message. Um, Even like important life announcements or decisions, they would rather communicate that over text message. So I feel like a lot of special moments in life have really lost their touch. To kind of give a quick example, you know, nowadays most guys aren't asking girls to be their girlfriends in person anymore. And if you, you know kind of think back to dating in like earlier decades that was like a really big deal when a guy would ask girl to be his girlfriend you know in person face to face or even over the phone just so you could verbally hear the words and that like verbal seal of approval would be there now it's just like they do it over text and that you know is not as significant it's not even as special and I feel like you know Women in today's society, especially like 
some people in my generation and going to like the you know people that are recently being born they're kind of like praising the bare minimum and it's like you know if if we're doing that and we're setting the bar so low because that's just what we're used to nowadays they're never gonna learn and I feel like it's the responsibility of everyone that's come before to kind of uphold and keep those traditions but with social media and things of that nature they've also influenced a lot of what our culture believes which kind of you know sucks in a way because now they have their own way of thinking and now what used to be acceptable may not be acceptable and vice versa so it does make you know dating really hard especially since you know online dating is a thing now you meet a lot of people over the internet so I definitely feel that you know technology has shaped the way we build relationships and has had a very large impact on how we go about our relationships but I still feel like that face-to-face and you know that kind of personal touch still needs to be present because if we as a society you know forget how to interact as humans then there's really nothing left for communication you know it's great that these advances have been made because now um you know I have my family in Colombia and because they don't live here I'm able to reach out to them and that's really great I feel like for that purpose it's awesome but when you have someone sitting right next to you or you know a few feet away from you and you're texting them I feel like it's just personally better to go ahead and have that face-to-face conversation it's not it's not hard I feel like a lot of people are just like oh I'm shy I'm nervous and there's no reason to be the worst thing the person could do is look at you and be like hey like I'm busy or I don't really want to talk to you right now and you know what you take that and you move about your day because at the end of the day you did what you wanted to do at and how they react or how they take it is their decision so to go back to the focus question and not stray too far away from it of whether or not you can have a meaningful conversation over text I feel like you really can't because everything usually gets twisted and as I mentioned I think in the first episode it's like a broken game of telephone so you'll say one thing and the person on the other end may perceive it as another because there's no tone of voice there's no body language behind it to kind of back up what you're saying it's kind of like the analogy I like to think of when it comes to this it's kind of like a multiple choice test um with a multiple choice test you either pick whatever answer it is a b c or d and that's it you know you can't really prove why you picked that answer so if you get it wrong you get it wrong but with the short answer you could kind of explain yourself and your ideas are there and you can still get that partial credit so that's kind of text versus phone call you know when you send a text like once you send it it's there it's out there they've read it and it's either a good thing or a bad thing depending on what the conversation is about meanwhile face to face facetime over the phone 
however it is that isn't text, you know, you can at least prove and explain yourself and, you know, use facial expressions and body language to kind of help express how you're trying to portray what you're saying, if that makes sense. So, this is actually very prevalent in my life, especially when I'm, like, forming new relationships for people who don't know me very well. So, when you're first starting to speak to someone, I like to call it the what's your favorite color phase because you're just asking a lot of really surface level question like, oh, when's your birthday? How old are you? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite movie? Favorite food? You know, you're kind of getting to know like the really basic stuff. That way, when you guys do decide to go out in person, you kind of have an idea and you're kind of gathering all this information. Um, Your brain essentially is gathering and collecting all this data to make a decision on whether or not you see things being long long term and romantic with this person, short term and romantic platonic long term or platonic short term like your brain everything somebody does and says you're that's essentially just the data your brain is collecting to kind of build a profile per se for the person you're speaking to so um back to how it's relevant in my life um when I'm starting out in that what's your favorite color phase it's, it's not hard to misconstrue that because it's just questions. And I feel like a lot of people, especially myself, play it very safe with asking questions just because it's hard to misinterpret that. Now, when you start getting a little bit deeper, whether you're pursuing that platonic or romantic relationship, um, that's when things can kind of get twisted because now you're start, starting to showcase a little bit more of your personality. You're starting to um showcase your sense of humor and not everybody's on the same page with that like I have friends who have more of a darker sense of humor and not more light and funny um kind of that laugh at everything gal so yeah a lot of people say I laugh even when a fly you know flies by um I just don't see a point in not you know living life like it's just funny you only have one life to live so just keep smiling you know guys um sorry got a little distracted there but um you're starting to showcase your personality and your sense of humor and you know not a lot of people align with those two things so that's where a lot of the twisting and the oh I didn't get that understands I'll give a personal example I have a friend of mine who I met online And his sense of humor is a little, like, drier, per se. Um, And he's okay with kind of making, you know, um, very, like, simple jokes. And not more of, like, that intricate kind of corny joke person. So when he's joking, I don't know if it's, like, sarcasm. And I usually tend to take it literally. And then he has to tell me, like, oh, no, like, I was joking. And it's like, oh okay sorry and that's when it's like a little frustrating because obviously my sense of humor and my interpretation of what he's talking to me about is completely different than how he wanted it to be interpreted but I can't understand that because it's just a text message and all I have are words to go off of 
words to go off of, sorry. Um, I don't have any body language. I don't have any facial expressions. I don't have any, um, like, chuckles or anything. So I don't really know that it's a joke until he has to tell me. Now, um, some things that do kind of help with that is emojis. Like, when I want something to, when I want somebody to think something is funny over text, I'll usually send like the crying laughing face emoji or LOL. That kind of helps so you kind of know to like laugh at that or like they're joking or they're trying to be funny. But you can only do so much when it comes to that. Uh, I know that iMessage and Instagram, yeah, iMessage and Instagram have come out with like little reaction things and that kind of helps too when you think something is funny or sad or bad or you don't like it so these little small like advances or updates in these apps have kind of taken away a little bit of that text message twisting but it's still kind of there especially when a conversation when people aren't like emoji heavy or react heavy a reaction heavy, sorry, and I'm sorry um, to call some people out, but if you're a dry texter, everything you're gonna say is probably gonna get twisted because if you're not giving me any context as to whether it's a joke or whether it's something sad or whether it's something that makes you angry or whether you're trying to persuade me to kind of like like something. I'm not going to understand what you're saying. So I definitely think that emojis and reactions and LOL and small things like that do play a big role in not having things people say get twisted and they definitely help. But sometimes you personally may not think it's it's funny or things of that nature. So it's all really just kind of left up to um, personal interpretation. Things I've kind of done to change it, I've kind of shifted more into like the phone call, FaceTime, face-to-face side of things just because obviously a text is when you're far away from a person and you can't, you don't really have access to them right away. But if I'm there and I'm in the moment, a lot of my communicating is going to be over you know, over the phone or um, face-to-face. Now, I'm a really big people person, so I prefer a lot of my relationships to be formed organically. Don't get me wrong, a lot of my, you know, guy, guy friends have come from online and we've maintained pretty good relationships, so I can't really bash the online side of things too much just because a lot of the important people in my life have come from that but it's simply been platonic nothing you know romantic or anything like that but yes I do prefer like that face-to-face element just because there's a lot of it there and I feel like there's no gimmicks there's no shenanigans and the person you're speaking to can't really hide anything from you because as I mentioned previously your brain is gathering data so all those little like fidgets and little quirks your brain is processing that whether you realize it or not and it helps you build the profile or learn a little bit more about this person. So if someone 
you know, kind of maybe like plays with their earlobe when they're nervous um, that gives you a sign like, oh, every time he does this, he's nervous. And that's just information that's being processed. So I really, I really like kind of like knowing those little, um, quirks about people. Cause I'm very like detail oriented. And I also have a very excellent photographic memory. So I'll remember things from like way back when that you told me, like I can probably recall something that a good friend of mine did way, way back, but it'll, I'll struggle kind of remembering the things I did the day before just because it hasn't been processed into my long-term memory. My short-term memory takes a while to get into that file bank, if that makes sense. But like my long-term photographic memory is probably spot on. Now there are some people that's like, no, that's not the way I remember it. Now when you have like those opposing, opposing viewpoints, sorry, um, it does make things a little harder and then you're like, oh, so did I imagine that and things like that? But for the most part, um, it's there and, you know, it works for me. Uh, so, yeah, building that profile, learning those little quirks that that I enjoy because you can learn so much about people. And before you even realize it, you kind of start doing those things and you can mimic body language and behavior to show that you're like interested or you vibe very well with that person or you kind of start picking up their slang a little bit which you know things you would never think yourself things you would never think you would say like you start saying them because of the people you hang around so that whole saying of like you are who you hang out with is very much true to an extent and like people will notice it before you notice it um I kind of wanted to elaborate more on the whole Instagram thing. Instagram, Snapchat, and I guess I'll throw in Facebook in there as well, um, have kind of shaped the way we communicate as well because now you can obviously like connect with people and that also constitutes its texts because it is another means of communication other than the normal like standard messaging iMessage or just plain text message now the thing with those I feel like is more for um small talk or business purposes so they're not really used to have meaningful conversations on there I feel like people usually do save those for the standard um iMessage text message type of things which you know is okay whatever the preference is but I just feel like those conversations really need to be had face to face because if it's something about let's say a cheating scandal and you know and you know the body language from when a person is lying you're gonna be able to tell with over text they're just gonna feed you all this mumbo jumbo and you're gonna have to believe it because you don't have any context behind it you don't have any giveaways that that person is lying to you um also I did run a poll on the podcast Instagram I'm gonna pull up those results really quick so you guys kind of have an idea so the first question I asked on the Instagram story was how do you prefer to communicate and the two options were over text and face to face 17% of people said over text and the other percent said 
83, sorry, 83% said um, face-to-face. I completely agree with those results. Like, I've already told you guys, face-to-face is my go-to. I save all my important news, exciting news, announcements, whatever, for face-to-face. And I feel like you get more of a genuine response when you're speaking to someone face-to-face because they have more insight and you know you can kind of go on and on and on meanwhile over text if you like kind of send everything you're trying to say all at once they may not even take the time to read it so they're probably going to answer part of it and then you're not going to get the advice or the response that you want or they may misinterpret something and then it's kind of like oh I didn't mean it that way but it's just like a lot of arguments are had over text And that's where a lot of the twisting and misconceptions come into play. The second question I asked on the Instagram story was, do you feel like things you say get misinterpreted over text? 83% of people said yes and 17% said no. I am curious to know the 17%, how they prevent from the things that they say getting misinterpreted over text. Because I feel like if it's not a hey or if it's not a really simple statement of me like telling somebody a random fact or what I did throughout my day, chances are it might get twisted. But how you prevent that, I'm going to need some secrets because personally, I have no idea how to, you know, clearly convey some of the things I want to say over text. I usually, when I text about something quick, it's usually me telling somebody something it's never um an argument or things like that and usually I just if I do you know have an argument over text I'm probably just being over dramatic and just looking for something to spice up my life because I'm literally the most boring person ever I am like Patrick Starr and live under the rock um but (laughs) yeah no um Please share your secrets because I'm the queen of having my text twisted and I would love to know how not to have that happen to me. And then the 83% that said yes, like I am up there with you guys. Like as I mentioned, if it's not how my day is going, what I did throughout my day or me telling you something, I feel like a good 85% of the time it's going to get twisted and they're going to think I mean something else. Uh, So yeah, those were the results of the Instagram poll. So thank you to everyone who participated. Um, It at least gave me some data and background knowledge to share um, with you guys, the audience. Uh, For a little quick story time, I have a coworker, and she just recently bought a, a new house or she got a new place. Sorry, she's renting a new apartment and they were getting all this furniture and stuff in and so she wanted to do some like decorating but didn't want to pay uh money to have like pre-painted paintings so she decided to do some herself so she sent a picture to her spouse and when she sent it she's like so I'm doing this painting she was really excited about it because it was looking really good and she was like I'm doing this painting how do you think it'll look in the house like do you like it? And so her spouse in all caps said stop with exclamation points behind it. She interpreted 
it as like stop painting it looks terrible um I hate it you know completely went the opposite direction with what the text actually meant and she was like oh my gosh you hate it and like she got herself in like this mood that it was like I'm so upset like what am I supposed to do with this painting like I've already started it I was gonna hang it up and now they hate it and like when you share a space with somebody it has to be that you know agreement of like okay either I'm gonna decorate or you're gonna decorate but if we're both decorating we have to meet a common ground so it's not something we both hate you know and so she was like in a mood because she thought that her spouse didn't like her painting and you know it was it was hard on her she was like oh my gosh like I hate myself like why did I start this without asking her if I should paint first and so her spouse was at work so it took her a while to respond back to the you know do you hate it like should I stop this that the third and when her spouse finally got off her she's like no I meant to as in like stop like it's so good like keep painting like do more and so she was like oh okay and then you know that suddenly shifted her mood but just like a small interpretation like that even affects your like mood throughout the day like you as the as the person like it can really shift where you are where your where your head is at during that conversation and I feel like a lot of things people say over text just because they are a little braver behind the screen um can really hurt like words are hurtful when you say them in person but then it's like you can kind of brush them off but when it's over text it's there and you can look back at it now there are apps that have developed developed features where you can like delete a message or unsend it which I guess is helpful in some terms so then it's not there as a reminder but really the most you can do is like delete it on your end but you're never going to forget that they said it like it's always going to be there in the back of your mind or it's just going to randomly pop into your pop into your thoughts one day I am so sorry you guys I'm like rushing today (laughs) so a lot of my words are coming out jumbled but um yeah so it's like when you say something it's out there and you really can't take it back and when I know like when older people say that to you especially like you know in your elementary school days and they would say like be careful what you post online because it's out there forever no you guys like it's really out there forever like even if it gets like deleted or gets lost in translation or is like deep 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 into the dark web like someone's gonna remember it someone's seen it and it's gonna be around forever so whether it's not being communicated over text over the internet or online it's being shared by word of mouth so it's it's genuinely out there forever which is really scary um so yeah just be mindful be kind and um be cautious of what you say especially in today's social climate and like everything that's going on in the world um you definitely feel like you know you're treading on thin ice and you want to be considerate of other people's feelings because not everyone has the same viewpoints and things like that like one subject I don't really touch at all and refuse to kind of get into over text or even face to face is politics I don't get me wrong I keep up I educate myself but I don't feel like going at it 
with other people if that makes sense like that I feel like politics has damaged so many relationships today um online when people like post their viewpoints online or they like um share it face to face they just like some people want to shove it down other people's throats and I feel like that's kind of disrespectful because it's like if I'm taking the time to hear you out and I feel like sharing my thoughts and opinions, you should do the same to me. It's just common courtesy. And a lot of my relationships are founded on personality um, and just, you know, whether we vibe or not. And I don't care about your viewpoints. I care about who you are as a person because how you treat people says a lot more about you than who you support in a popularity contest, essentially. So politics is one thing I definitely will not touch. Um, i most likely will not discuss it at all on this podcast so you won't hear that from me but a lot of you know social things and street street smart things and things of that nature usually get misconstrued over text small talk um what's your favorite color questions and you know telling people things about yourself and your day and things like that, that does typically does not get misconstrued because it's just simple information. When it's just information being provided versus like opposing viewpoints or something you can contradict, that's I feel like where the twisting of the texting and the words kind of gets, um, mostly happens. Or, you know, when something, or when somebody says something that can either be a good or bad thing like it can be used in both contexts that's where a lot of the twisting happens as well but I won't keep you guys for very long today I feel like I have rambled and talked enough um as I mentioned before be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at heard the podcast be sure to check out episodes one and two if you haven't already um thank you for listening and bearing with me this is still a learning process for me Eventually, I'll get to the point that I'm comfortable. Um, I'm still working on it, you know, balancing everything. But I'm really excited for what's to come and to share a lot more things with you guys. Um, Like I said, I want to keep it consistent to every Friday. I'm trying my best to. But with a million things going on, you know, I make time for it when I can. And yeah, remember, you are always truly heard.